Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's going to need you to separate your recyclable and your disposable audio. We have two different bins for that. We didn't we don't we don't pay for the recycling bin for you to just throw that audio away. That's good audio. It could be re recycled, reused. We're we're a green podcast. It's that kind of it's that kind of show. It's me, your host, Matt Doima, with and uh, coming in hot, feeling like um, one of those monsters that fights Godzilla. It's it's Joe Cogazello, everybody. <laughs> Joe Nitron. <laughs> no, 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 you're Wapra. <laughs> Wapra. <laughs> oh, we're we're starting off culturally insensitive, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and listening to our cultural insensitivity is Twin Cities comic and funny man, Sydney Oxborough. Welcome, Sydney, to the podcast. Hey, everybody. If Joe's Wapra, then I'm Heeb Kong. Uh... <laughs> it's like uh, I just I just crush Japanese cities and, and speak about uh, <laughs> how we should be keeping Columbus Day. Yes. See? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a fl- you're a flying moth that also uh, has opinions on gabagool. Yeah, I won't get into what I do as a kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Sydney, good to see you. He's actually just good a to see you guys. You're just a respected member of the kaiju community. Yes, that's right. No, it doesn't cause any waves. Nothing. Not even when I rise up out of the water. <laughs> oh man! It's always and it's always bubbling. <laughs> That's for other reasons. Radioactivity. Fair. Fair. I was just going to say it was a natural hot spring, but you know, to each their own. Uh, well, you know, we could talk about kaiju. And, and uh, their effects on uh, <laughs> Japanese coastal cities. I want to hear about oh, uh, Kaiju's uh, trip for birthright. <laughs> <laughs> back to Skull like... Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a trip back to Skull Island with a group of other Kaiju uh, when I was younger. Learn about the history. We went uh, back into the uh, hollow earth. <laughs> that all happened, and uh, it's all canon in the Kong universe. <laughs> oh, are you trying to say that that... Kong uh, versus that... Godzilla, right? <laughs> was that where Kong met a bunch of other Kongs, or was that Kong 2? Oh. Yeah, it was Kong 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yes. So there were three Kongs. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hell of a wailing wall. You know, if it, if it can keep the uh, Kongs in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't again. know that much about it. <laughs> At any rate. I only saw each of them once. Yeah, I just hated the one with Jack Black. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a oh, different... The, that's the, in the, the three hour... multiverse now. 
That's they got to do a Kong multiverse and have all the Kongs meet up from the oh, multiverse. Oh, that would be awesome! Somehow Donkey Kong. And then you have the too. old claymation Harryhausen. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, bring everybody. But they'd still CGI that. They wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't claim it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just do bad CGI. Just... That's the that's the Avengers movie we really need. Come on. Yeah, I want to see. No, it's, I I think Sid, you're right. I think more movie franchises need to get into the multiverse. <laughs> I bet it will happen with Godzilla actually, like, because like, I think they've been finding a way to make these Godzillas fight anyway. Mm. Right. Or like uh like Freddy Krueger, Freddy and Jason multiverse. Oh yeah. That could go did pretty that. deep. A little bit. But yeah, you're right. That, you're I right. could see Fred when Freddy comes back, he kills the new Freddy, the um <laughs> what's his name? Three oh, yeah, names yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. What about a Jaws multiverse? <laughs> it's just a bunch of sharks. <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger boat. Ah. <laughs> it's multiple jaws. <laughs> This. I could see all of their eyes rolling back into their heads. <laughs> <laughs> like a doll's eyes. Like lots and lots of... Like, have you ever been to a creepy old lady's house and she's got a room full of dolls? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to combine the Jaws and the Annabelle universe? Is that what you're trying to do? You're like, listen, you know, we need sharks and haunted dolls. I was just trying to do an impression if, if it was a multi... If there was a lot of Jawses. Trying to explain the doll's eyes. You can always do a Jaws crossover by just saying in any property, we're going to need a bigger shark. And then cut to... I thought that was really a, a weird move for the fried green tomatoes universe. <laughs> cool though. Yeah, I mean, what it, it would put an awesome twist. A lot of guys would go see beaches too. <laughs> exactly. Fair. Just when you thought it was beautiful to <laughs> go back in the water. Yeah. <laughs> just when it was sa- just when you thought it was safe to put on that one piece <laughs> bathing suit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think there's enough uh, horror movie rom-com uh, uh, crossovers. I mean, Sleepless in Seattle, but the reason that they're sleepless is Freddy Krueger. Dude, I had this oh. already. Okay, so I, all right, I, I'm just going to say it now because it's been too many years. I came up with this 15 years ago, uh, back when um, Jeepers Creepers, I believe, 3 came out. And uh, so I, and then that guy that directed it got in a lot of hot water. So I wanted to buy the franchise and I wanted to say to the American public, hi, I now own the Jeepers Creepers franchise. And we could go two ways with this. If all of America comes and sees the next Jeepers Creepers movie, I will never make another Jeepers Creepers movie ever again. <laughs> but if you don't, you're going to get Jeepers Creepers and the Harlem Globetrotters Jeepers Creepers and the Three Stooges, <laughs> Jeepers Creepers meets the Mummy. I'm gonna fucking make so many shitty Jeepers Creepers movies. You will, you will hate it because it will be everywhere. Uh, but my idea for the movie was, <clears throat> so you take, so it starts off like a rom com, sixty minutes of fucking <laughs> Hugh Grant and, <laughs> and a Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Like it's. You know, they're in a Starbucks and he's like pressing his love 
he's like, yeah, I cheated on you. I'm so sorry, but you were the one. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Like all the girls are crying, right? Then the Jeepers Creepers fucking monster comes flying through the Starbucks window, chops fucking Hugh Grant's head off. It just goes rolling down the fucking... <laughs> Fucking just attacks Gwyneth Paltrow, bites her fucking face off. Like it's just the the last fucking thirty minutes is just murder and mayhem. And so, uh, so now it's good for everybody. Everybody's involved here. It's uh, and then I people wish, fall in love. I wish that guy would have lost control of the Jeepers Creepers franchise because that monster is so cool. <laughs> and in the second, like I love Jeepers Creepers because in the first one he's so serious and like mysterious and then the second one he's, he's like hey i'm fun now <laughs> well you see like, the problem the problem was is between the, the first and the yeah. second movie is uh he got a divorce and the kids are separated so he had to try to be the fun dad <laughs> he's the fun dad <laughs> he's the fun dad killer you know it's just uh you know like listen you know like i i gotta keep i i have three kids they need a they need a good strong father figure in their life it's <laughs> That's the third the third movie is actually Jeepers Creepers, but it's just divorce court. <laughs> it's just it's just him going like, Your Honor, I'm a good father. I provide how do you provide being a serial killer? How do you provide for these kids by going out and murdering teenagers? Listen, you know, do what you love and you never work a day in your life. <laughs> Fun dad. <laughs> Again, we could talk about horror movie Who wants crossovers. wants to go for cotton candy? It's fun, Dad. <laughs> fun, Dad. Um, again, we could talk about horror movie crossovers with you, Grant movies, all day long. But you know what? This is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. The very first segment of the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job? Write you up and fire you. Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. All right, Sydney, the uh, resume section is your chance to have your say. You could say as many jobs as you want or as little as you want. Uh, you don't have to go in any sort of chronological or reverse chronological order and however you want to start. Um, so I guess I want to, I'll start at the beginning. I got my first job when I was, I guess, 14 or 15. Uh, I worked at the Panera at Newwood Mall. Um, and I, I remember I was like shocked that um people were like weighing weed out on like the scales uh that belonged to Panera. This is like a new Panera too. This was when it was new, I think. And I've worked at like a lot of places when they first opened, um, which I'm gonna ask my therapist about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like pathological at this point. Uh I see like a clear pattern of behavior where I uh want to get in to a place uh, when it's opening. Mm -hmm. um, I opened that one. And then also like Il Foro, I opened McKinney Row. I opened um, other restaurants that didn't last long enough for me to even remember. Um, after that, I worked at the Ben and Jerry's uh, next to the day Maka Ska. Mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> 
I was recruited for that because some of my friends were working at the Ben and Jerry's and the owners saw me around and um, asked my friends, what's that guy's deal? Does he have a job? Because <laughs> uh, he looks like he should work at Ben and Jerry's. Because <laughs> I had this huge chufro, like bigger than it is now when I was in high school. And my beard was really, like for a 16 or 17 year old, I had a really huge beard and chufro. So you were the um, you were the and, you were the kid in high school. All your friends were like, hey man, can you go like try to get his beer? Yeah, but my anxiety was too bad. We didn't know what to call it at the time. But my anxiety was too bad. <laughs> I just can't be fucking again. freaking out back outside the, the liquor store again. Back in the late nineties, we thought kids couldn't have anxiety because that's what the doctors told us, kids. <laughs> hey Sid, you almost got you almost got us beers that time. You got your hand on the door. <laughs> the door that time. That was way closer than last time. I would have fucked my life up uh, sooner if I uh, had been able to buy beer when I was uh, young. Fair. I waited until I was 21 uh, to go buy myself beer because I think I knew that I could just uh, go get it. Fair. Or at the right place. So let's skip ahead because I don't remember a lot of the uh, a lot of the college <laughs> jobs. I washed dishes about. at a sushi restaurant in college, um, and I ate sushi off the dishes. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want that sashimi to go to waste. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, if it was still good, if I mean, I if the plate was still cold, you know, then the sushi was still cold. Yeah. Let's go, let's go back. Um, let's, let's let's talk about the St. Louis Bread Company. I'm sorry, Panera. Yeah. <laughs> first and foremost, that, that is... That I got taken off home. the schedule. That was my first job where I got fired. It was my first job and first job I got fired, but I, they didn't have the balls to actually fire me. They just took me off the schedule. So I would go in to check if I was <laughs> still working there, and I was not, because this was before email. So, so how many weeks did you go in until you realized you're like... I don't think they put me on the schedule anymore. It must have been like three or four weeks, right? <laughs> like once a week, you just show up, be like, yeah. uh, people are like, oh, Sid, good to see you. What, 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 what are you doing here? And like, <laughs> this has happened to me before. I the schedule, haven't, uh, haven't been on for a while, just got to check, see if I'm on. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually just your name's not on the schedule anymore. For a few weeks, your name is on the schedule, no shifts. Then suddenly, name not on the schedule. Never had a conversation that you don't work here anymore. Because that's what managers get paid the big bucks for. It starts with your name on the schedule, but no shifts. And then just somehow, your name just is kind of gone. And you mm-hmm. don't need to... Yeah. Oh, message received. I guess that that was they were trying to ghost you. Yeah, they go. It was it was early ghosting. Yeah, they were early. It was our St. Louis bread company was an early adopter of ghosting. Do not let it let it be known. It was archaic ghosting. It was a haunting. (laughs) It was a a haunting. It was a haunting. That's what it was. Um, Pre ghosting. What's funnier about that too is like you're talking about their wing. I like the fact that they're using bread scales. You know, for like to do the ingredients for the baking for the weed, which is funny. Yeah. Also thinking that possibly some of that may have gotten into Residuals. a batch of something baked at. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, everything was not, everything was, um, they, they didn't mix anything there. Everything came frozen. No, and they I just know. baked it there. So I even, at, even back then. I was hoping that, that maybe they had a few, 
Like, hey man, can I get the bagel? The scale yeah, for, I think oh, it's the, the scales were for cream cheese, basically. Everything bagel. <laughs> oh, cream the cheese. Same with the fat. There you go. Can I get the <laughs> special spread? The scales were for show. You're they were for they were just to show. They oh, it makes yeah. us look like we bake our bread here. It's like we make our whole bread here. <laughs> They're like before you go into each yeah, shift, yeah. they make all of their employees get dusted Splash with flour. flour on their face. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get in line. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna put some chocolate on Sid today. Ch- oh, Sydney, you, you, Sid, you where do you think up- you're going? I'm going out to the floor. I'm on register. Not until you <laughs> spooch yourself with some flour. We're gonna antique you real quick. Just yeah. Your your apron's too clean, Sid. You got to make it look like we're baking back here. Fast food cosplay. <laughs> they think that we're baking bread back here. It's an illusion, Sid. An illusion. <laughs> Your manager is like, we must keep the illusion, Sydney. Yeah, the narrative, that's, why, that's uh, why you got taken off the like schedule. It. You didn't have enough flour on you. You kept putting the flour on your face just under your nose, like a joke, <laughs> like just like residual cocaine. There was any flour in, in the. <laughs> there, was no, there was no flour in that Panera bread. After college, mm-hmm. um, so also that was the first job I got fired for. Don't know why, because we didn't have a conversation, but I've been fired for a lot of jobs because of my emotional instability, um, which now it turns out oh, I have multiple diagnoses for. <laughs> and now you're like, protected I have by borderline personality disorder and complex PTSD and <laughs> all the other normal ones too, like major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. So it's like, it was illegal for them to fire me um, for being emotionally unstable. But at the same time, I get it. Um, so, and also, like, I can help it now. But now that I know, you know what I'm saying? I did, like, you're DBT. aware of it. If I would have right. done DBT, I wish they would have just said, you got to do DBT. You have BPD. <laughs> you got a GTFO. And BRB. Yeah. So otherwise you have I, to GTFO. I should have just said BRB, I'm gonna do DBT. <laughs> and actually so maybe I, if you had done some DMT, you would have figured this out about yourself. Oh, if already. only. If only. But sorry, that's that wrong podcast. Um <laughs> have you ever tried DMT though? No, I haven't actually. <laughs> yep. Um that's the one. Yeah. I mean that's the thing, is like uh if we're gonna I mean, since I was talking about mental health, it's like yeah, it's like I would, um, if I could have a doctor give me, like, I would like to try ketamine and stuff. Um, anyway, this is off topic. No, that's fine. Oh, DMT, no, no, no. Plenty of people anyway, in the service those... industry should be on ketamine. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, so, anyway, I just wish that I would have known. And I, I don't know, it's just good that mental health is better, especially for people in the service industry. It is important to talk about. There's a lot of BPD in the service industry, I think. Very, very and much it so. It goes a undiagnosed. Especially in people with penises, mm-hmm. we get diagnosed with the less. Not to talk about um, well, gender. I'm... Now I'm talking about gender. Yeah. Okay. We, hey, we, what do we already hit? We hit. All right, we hit. Uh, all right, uh, racist so... kaiju's <laughs> gender furniture. We've had acronyms, weed scales. We're going to hit them all today. Ding, ding, ding. Let's get to yeah. it. We got a lot to get to. 
<laughs> okay, so at the resume here now, we're, uh, I'm, I'm getting out of college, and I had to find a job right away um, because I had to get my own apartment um, for similar reasons that I was fired from Panera. <laughs> he just ghosted you out of your lease? No, like after college, I just, I couldn't, my parents didn't have a place for me to move in uh, after college. And uh, I got right back into the, the service industry. Uh, I didn't like try to use my degree and stuff like that. I, and also uh, eventually when I did try to like work office jobs, I just couldn't do it. And it drove me even more insane. I worked at Whole Foods in the deli um, nice. for like a couple of years. And I cooked. Um, and so it was like in the deli at Whole Foods. I don't know how it is now. I think they probably still cook a lot of stuff from scratch. But like at that time, we cooked like almost everything from scratch. They actually was, used the scales. It wasn't just for cream. Yeah. Cups. Well, I eyeballed it a lot. At that time. <laughs> because that when good. they interviewed me, they're like, um, so we don't have recipes. We need somebody to cook all the food for the hot bar in big batches. Um, which I had done a little bit at this deli in Iowa City in college. I had done like one one day when my um, when the chef couldn't come into work because he drank three bottles of wine in the cooler and his abuse made him violently ill. Um, I had no, to as, cook as all the do. lunch for that day, and so they're like, "We don't have recipes." Um, can you look at a card with a list of ingredients and make that into something good? Just I was figure like, it out. Hell yeah. And so that was like my first improv job too. How was, how was day one? How did day one pretty, food turn out? Pretty good. I mean, that's the thing is like if I was, I had to cook it by taste. So um, everything right. was really good. And I was probably using too much of expensive ingredients <laughs> to make it taste better. Why is there so oh, much really saffron good. in this? list? Yes. I knew not to use too much saffron. Um, is there any saffron? We're going to have to have a deli meeting. We're using too much truffle salt. <laughs> um, we, need, we need to talk. Uh, how much ghee are you going to be putting into this, uh, this recipe? <laughs> and why did you get the imported? Uh, that's that's a bit on. Uh, <laughs> the imp- improv deli. Yeah, every, after everything they put on their sandwich, you go, yes, and? Yes. <laughs> and just, that, that's that's a good deli, though. Uh, I want pastrami. Yes, and? Yes, and uh, mustard. Um, yes, yes and, and uh, at that point, you're like starting to like come up with new things to add to your sandwich. Can we ask why the deli uh, ordered $3,000 worth of a rare Japanese <laughs> mushroom? Uh, it's like, for the yeah, hot bar. Wild rice soup, bro. For <laughs> <laughs> something that's so innocuous. Because uh, uh, we're going to be making chicken carbonara and we want to get some mushrooms in it. It's just sitting out there for three hours. <laughs> Warm. Under the lights. <laughs> um, after that... Uh, I, wonder what so, the, uh, I wonder what the EMF uh, of a hot bar is. Like just the electromagnetic field of a of a just a hot bar, it's just <laughs> emanating. You, you think the hot like... bar fucked me up? <laughs> yeah, that's, that was bar. what it was. Yes. <laughs> Spent too much time in the lights, bro. Add that to the list. Hey, uh, <laughs> you got your doctor. Your doctor's like, okay, they're doing the checklist. All right, how many, how long have you spent around a hot bar or hot bar related items? Yes, uh, it's uh, on. 
It's on a commercial during Perry Mason. Like, have, have you worked in a hot bar or other? Like, have you worked at buffets? You were entitled for compensation. Yes, call us. We have a class action lawsuit against all old country buffets. Do you not have any hair on your arms? Do you have irritability, depression, <laughs> the Zagnut? What's a Zagnut? If you knew, you and knew yes, if you had it. You would know, right? Then they um, built a pizza oven in the deli and i got to be the pizza guy and so i was throwing the dough and instead of and so like the toss yeah i was like this is um right when this when i got fired from this job was when i found out i was an alcoholic Um, (laughs) oh you thought you were tossing the pizzas i was like 150 pounds or something just like eating free pizza and drinking vodka at night and that was all my (laughs) calories and uh, I, I would go into the bakery and get a bakery shirt because they were short sleeved and get a tight little bakery shirt, throwing pizza dough. I also found a, sh- a Whole Foods chef's hat and I would wear that. And that people think I'm crazy, but I was really crazy back then when I didn't know I was crazy. That is the scarier crazy is the unaware of crazy crazy. Like that is. I was cute, though. Fucking kitchen of the Whole Foods. This little, this little alcoholic Jew dressed like an Italian, throwing pizzas. <laughs> you fucking shove the big Chef Boyardee hat on the fucking on your fro. You just tucking yep. the fro in, just sticking yep. out like fucking <laughs> like Gallagher. That's one of the nice things about those hats is that you can still lay your hair out underneath the hat. <laughs> Just again, I'm just ma- imagining like in wearing your it head, real you're... back and high like a yarmulke. I had like my mom sewed me like a rasta tam for when I worked at Ben and Jerry's because they had the huge Jufro, and that was part of the appeal of hiring me. So I had to keep it, you know. So my mom <laughs> sewed me a big ass rasta tam to put it all in. <laughs> I would wear Man, that culturally my, appropriated. I dyed Jerry Garcia shirt. That's fucking hilarious that your mom knits you one. That's, yeah. that's adorable. Yeah, it's. I, she's like Sid. I'm gonna knit you a Rastatan. I found it on Bob like, Marley's mom's website. <laughs> I think I asked for it. I I think I was like, I gotta get one of those hats, and she was like, I'm not buying you a Rastatan. I'll sew you. A, I'll sew you something similar. Uh, that's not Rastatan, mom. <laughs> Like we have Rasta Tams at home. <laughs> the Rasta Tams at home. I just like that it's just somehow head, put I, she put Irie and one love on it too, though. I, I thought that was a little weird. Need a picture of you in your mom's knit Rasta Tams, uh, man, please. I wish please. we had pictures back then. Yeah, there's no cameras <laughs> didn't exist. Well, they, I mean, we didn't. We have pictures now because of digital, but back then, I don't know. I I had friends that worked at the photo. Place, Pro-X. I, don't, I wish they have some great stories, you know? <laughs> but they do have some really crazy stories from the photo place. But I should have got, I should have like thought about that at the time, like taking a bunch of pictures and got them developed for free. Oh, yeah, and now they're and I was now, raised now in a house where a we couldn't box. afford to get photos developed, you know. Right, right. So until digital, and even now, I just don't really take that many pictures because we just didn't take that many. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just picture the 90s Oxborough household 
And I like your dad. I've never met you, like, but I did. I met, no, I met your parents once. Uh, like, it's and we, but I just picture him as the photographs, developing photographs. Sydney, like, what do you think? I'm made of money. <laughs> My dad's like, it's cheaper if I just draw it. <laughs> it takes a little bit longer but actually not that much longer than waiting uh, for photos to develop <laughs> draw a picture of the family I'll keep it in my wallet <laughs> just, 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 it's a, instead of a photo of your family you just took a photo from like a photo fo- like, you know like how like the picture frames come with stock photos of families like ah, it's close wrote, enough you just wrote your guys names under the other people's faces <laughs> Yeah, my parents wanted me to have kids so badly that I, I just I went and bought them some picture frames with like photos of kids in them, and I'm like, just pretend they're, they're never gonna know. Tell the story. Never gonna know that they, they don't. They're not like show us other photos. Like if you have a photo of a kid in a frame in your house, you're like, oh, this is little Billy. Ah, you see, he went through an Asian phase at this point, but then he <laughs> he, he kind of went away. <laughs> he was like really different children. Yeah, it's like when some some kids, when they're young, they have blonde hair, and then it grows into brown hair. And it's like, oh, yeah, when he was a baby, he was Asian, but then now he's an adult, he's black. Yeah, "Mm, looks like a different baby. Yeah, he looked like a different baby. Yeah, some babies do. Why would I I have the photos if it was a different baby? He had a growth spurt in his teens. He had a a color spurt in his 20s. Color spurts? Oh, man, we're going off the rails on this one. Just got real dark in his twenties. I don't know what it was. <laughs> he, he started Looks listening to from. Nick Cave in the black, the back scenes. Um, so you said you'd be like let go from a lot of jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I've had I've uh had to be fired from a lot of jobs. <laughs> had to be fired. Had yeah. to. Be. We you don't fired? Wa- was it a lot of we don't want to let you go, but um. Yeah, there was a lot of that. I mean, that's the thing is like, yeah, there's a reason that I got the job in the first place and they kept me around. But um, and a lot of it was like, you don't want to be here. (laughs) So we're letting you go. (laughs) And it's like, well, yeah, but. I kind of need to be here. Yeah. So. And it's never fun getting dumped. Yeah. Exactly. And I also have like a, some kind of weird uh, rejection thing, you know, that like, I have like just, rejection you, trauma. You're outside like, of that Panera bread at like 930 in the morning, like boom box. Yeah. <laughs> Over your head. So it's like, <laughs> take me back, Panera, I love you. It, I've been rejected so much in my life. I wish there were different name words for the different types of rejection. I wish it wasn't all <laughs> rejection. You know, like I wish it wasn't like when you apply to something, you are either accepted or rejected. I wish there were different words for that that were not used in psychology. <laughs> it's not. It's not you. It's us. Sydney, it's us. Just they're just trying to let you off like a like a nice ex. They're just like you know we're just we want different things. Yeah. Uh, you and I. Uh, it, look, it's best for the both of us. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, and it was. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I we've been, I like we've been seeing other people, <laughs> and I, I have like I luckily for me I guess um, I don't like have a lot of memories of these. 
event because they were like <laughs> they were blacked have, out because like, you were blacked out yeah because of my like emotional disorder i have like amnesia around like traumatic moments um which like those technically are for me and because of, i don't know anyway so luckily i don't remember a lot of the firings uh but i remember being unemployed a lot um and despite being unemployed for years of my life I've had a lot of different jobs. I think around that time, actually, I um, was an usher at Acme. Nice. For a little while. Um, I, that was a pretty cool job. And I got to see like some really cool shows for free. Um, And that was one, that was a job where uh, when I got let go, um, you remember Derek? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Derek had to let me go, and he was like, so, like, Derek also books the comedians. Yeah. (laughs) To fire you from your usher job. Yeah. Um, He he, he goes, uh, he goes, um, so we're going a different direction with the ushers. That's funny because for I'm like, many reasons. They, 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 and they really were that they were, like, going in less of, like, uh, the ushers have personality direction. They were going in, like, a, the ushers have less personality and more blend-in direction with the <laughs> ushers at that time, and I didn't fit in with that direction. But he said, you know, we know you want to be a comedian, and you're always welcome to come back and do the open mic. Um, <laughs> okay. We're not going to ban you from the to building. Do that, you know, <laughs> um, but as an usher um we don't need you right now so. yeah but it's cool uh, i got to see tom papa and jimmy pardo um there's one that's uh, awesome. on 420 the open mic night was on 420 uh oh, on mondays one one year and um everybody's pretty loopy and there's one guy who we had to keep telling to like settle down and he wasn't stoned uh he was he was like the opposite vibe from everybody else and he was like <laughs> getting more hostile and eventually we had to get, we had to ask him to leave because he was being <laughs> super disruptive and i thought you uh, were gonna say eventually we had to just get him high <laughs> just just blown <laughs> in his face no, like he's a cow's cat like dog, i wish yeah. and so this is while mary mack is on stage by the way <laughs> The chillest, sweetest yes. comedian Mary, yeah, yeah. is on stage. This guy is fucking pissed. And <laughs> he fucking, as he walks out the door, he slams his pint glass against like that, those the rafters pillars. around the pillars around yeah. the doorway, those wood, heavy wood rafters, yeah. slams his pint glass against it, pulverizes the glass into, into fucking hand. powder. Into his right. hand. Yeah. Like, a lot of the glass just fucking turned to dust. Oh, he hit it, so he hit it in the right spot, or whatever. it's like a magic trick. Yeah, and I think his hand was all right. <laughs> and so, and this is all during Mary Max set. And she's a quiet like it couldn't comedian. be. She's a not more, a loud, a more, more disruptive not, yes, time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this so gentle, non-hostile comedian. Oh, for crying yeah. The worst. Did you, did you respond to it at all? Do you remember? She was like, "Yeah, I mean, she she responded how you would expect Mary Mag to respond. Like, oh, oh what's going on over <laughs> there? What's that all about?" 
<laughs> I hope he's Who wants some right. top the tater. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, uh, is that the only like kick out that you can remember doing at, at Acme? Yeah, that's the only memorable one. Um, Who's going to be hostile on four twenty? Exactly. Like that's the that's, one guy that's not high. Yeah, yeah the he one. Been, he maybe was he was high on some other drugs and he didn't give a fuck about people's weed. Wrong. So you fucking you fucking drug oh, addicts. <laughs> I'm going to take a bunch of speed. Let's go to an open mic. Yeah. <laughs> on Monday. That, that's a move, right? Like that, <laughs> yeah. That's a weird move. I'm going to take an upper and then go to a place where I have to sit still and be quiet. Yeah. Other than laughing like that. And that's the thing about the Acme open mic is that like most people there understand you get in free and what you pay is that you sit <laughs> silently or laugh yeah. when something is funny. <laughs> that's it. That's the, it's the social agreement of it. Like, yeah. Oh, that's what I that's what I should say next time I get a heckler. You got in for free. What you're paying is to not talk. Your payment is shut the fuck up and laugh. Yeah, no. God, as someone <laughs> who also laugh, runs a bar, say, my... either laugh or don't laugh. Those are your two options. That's <laughs> what you <need> to say. <laughs> laugh, don't laugh. Those are options. <laughs> Come with me if you want to laugh. <laughs> I don't know. You you run an open mic, Sydney. You know that's not true. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I run the open mic at Mortimer's, and I also work at Mortimer's. Like I worked at Mortimer's. Yes. Like let's just skip to the end. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of other interesting shit in between. That was like 15 years ago at Acme now. But let's just skip to yesterday. <laughs> and I I work at Mortimer's. Um. I host the open mic every Friday. Sign up at six. Show starts at six thirty, mm-hmm. uh, and then I also work the door um, for live music. Um, usually on Thursday nights, mm-hmm. uh, I work the door, um, and that's pretty crazy. And it's like basically sitting in a dunk tank <laughs> and having people come up and take their shots, or <laughs> like just pay to get in and show me their ID, like a normal person who is doing a transaction <laughs> but i get so many dumb questions like and i and that's the thing is like this job that working the door at mortimer's door guy at the live music venue is a different kind of customer service that is expected of me <laughs> so when people ask me like stupid questions like when i was a kid i i used to read mad magazine snappy answers yeah, just stupid, stupid questions. questions that's like one of the things that made me like start thinking about jokes when i was a little kid like, <laughs> want to be a comedian and so now i get to like actually do that like uh there's like a punk show or something and some jock kid comes up he's like is is there dubstep music in there i'm like does it sound like there's dubstep music in there? And then the look on his face, I realized he was actually asking that question. He wasn't just being a dick. And he felt bad that I fucking did that to him. And then I felt good because what a dumb fucking question. Right. When you hear heavy rock coming out and you ask that. Although, you know, I guess they, I guess corn mixes heavy rock and dubstep these days. True. I would have looked at him like, uh, obviously it's, uh, it's New Orleans swing music in there. Duh. Yeah. That, I don't know. I guess that's not a great example, but it's still, um, it's still funny though. They, I just get dumb questions like, what's going on in there? Like, 
you can barely you have to you're having to shout over this live music church potluck going on in there i'm like church potluck going on i'm like live music (laughs) it's a memorial service irish funeral i worked settlers of Catan. dance dance revolution tournament Actually, bridge tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Silent Jenga. But yesterday I worked a. Uh, it was a humane society benefit all day, all ages punk show, nice. um, and that was cool. But it was a lot. Like we sold out. It was the first time I've worked a sold out show at Mortimer's. Like we have a capacity of two fifty, and it was the first time that I've um, worked a sold out show. It was like an intense day yesterday, mm-hmm. and. Um, but you know it was good, and you know I made rent um, working at Mortimer's this month. I don't, I'm not always able to do that, but I picked up this extra double, and like now I have like a day job too. Um, so it's just, it's good. It's worth it, even though it's at the time it's horrible. Luckily, I don't remember it after. <laughs> so like kicking people out of that club is a, to be a very different experience. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that is really, it's hard to do because like, especially for me, like at the door, like I have to help with that, but like, I'm sort of in between the venue. If something's going on in the venue, that's behind my back and I'm like watching the cash register. Mm -hmm. And then if something is going on, like in the bar, then they have that going on. So it's weird because I'm like, that's kind of like the one of the dunk tank aspects of it is like i'm just stuck in this chair watching this cash <laughs> and like i can't really help with anything unless you have like questions that are not idiotic oh is there is there a guy freaking out over there okay yeah, okay i'll be, I'll be over i gotta here watch with, the box though i'll be over here with the cash <laughs> and there's like a lot you know yesterday was all ages so there's like a bunch of teenagers and like you know there's just it's so different um doing customer service for teenagers especially like punk teens and stuff and it's like they all crumple their cash up you know what are, what <laughs> like, are punk they just like hand you now? a ball of crumpled up cash and it's like they don't mean any they're not trying to be a dick that's just what they think you do they don't know any better you know you could still be like a decent <laughs> human <crumpled>. being <laughs> dude i love crumpled i love what they grew up in a cashless society it's they hand you a, a, a lot of cash and it like it unfurls like green tea. Like it's just it just sits there and grows on the counter as Bunch it sits. Crumpled up ones. It's like those uh like the little sp- like the little capsule that you put water on and then it turns into a sponge dinosaur. It's just like it's slowly growing in front of your eyes. Yeah, uh, Sid, I think you had something special for us today, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so this is awful history. Awful history happening here. Do you have a th- um, music? We don't have a theme song for that, damn it. Mr. <laughs> Rogers, the Make Believe Friends, get on it. Devin, what are you doing? There's two segments you don't have a fucking theme song for. It's awful history. Don't you know it's history? It's awful. That's close, I think. That sounds a little bit like Mr. Rogers and the Make Believe Friends. Okay, so I'm going to set this up. Okay. I worked at this place. Um, this was like 
when I was drinking, um, or maybe not. I don't know, honestly. Like, I was having a hard time at this point, and I didn't know what to do in this situation. They, I'll just read this to you, and then I'll explain. But, like, my manager wasn't there. It was a chef manager. We just had – the chef was the manager. We had He had no managers under him, and it was his day off. So here we go. Turkey Burger had a moldy bun. Oh, and also, I just want to preface that um, – I didn't want to have Rebecca read this because this is not a Karen situation. Like this person, this is a legit complaint. And we fucked yeah. up on this. We fucked but, up. This and, it's still so a Yelp the, review though. And like, did I deserve to get fired? Somebody deserved to get fired. And I guess it had to be me. Turkey burger had a moldy bun, like 50% green. I took <laughs> off the bun, had a bite out of the patty while I was thinking what, if anything, I could say to waiter without getting social anxiety from hell. Then the waiter saw my rejected bun, looked horrified, and took the plate off my table without saying anything, also having social anxiety from hell. Uh, That's my aside. He came back and offered me a free drink, and I said no thanks. Because I had no manager, I didn't know what I was allowed to do. You know what I'm saying? They don't, like, am I going to get fired for giving this person free food? Am I going to get fired? Like, what am I going to get fired for? I'm going to get fired for something in this situation, no matter what. Why am I in this situation? Why am I even alive? For no fucking reason, I guess. So, but back to the Yelp review. Oh, for a second there, I'm like, wait, this is really specific. No, <laughs> like, that's like, me talking guy, now. The guy's like, <laughs> am I going to get fired? That's his social anxiety. He's, he's worried about your, your thinking. He's just yeah. like, wait. Wait, is that the, the poor waiter? He's thinking he's going to get fired. <laughs> just, just he's guy's writing get it fired like a, for something. He's writing oh, it like stage I can't notes. do anything with the the bill or anything because I just work there. I'm right. I don't like only a manager can actually modify anything or give away <laughs> anything for free or comp anything or take it off my till or tell me what to do. Yeah. So wait, who cooked the food? A cook. Okay. The the sous chef actually like I think this guy basically was the sous chef. He was like. You know, so you um, you were just the waiter should, in this scenario. I was just the waiter, yeah, you, like and, and the bartender because we uh, had to make our own drinks. One of those because we have you. a bartender on too. But um, like, so this was the fault of the sous chef. Yes, because brought me back my old burger with a new bun and the same patty I had bitten into. Oh no! Like, I put the fucking. He didn't make a new burger. He just gave me the back of the thing. And said, here. Was it at oh, least God. a fully new bun, or did he just do a yeah. new bun top? No, it was a fully new bun. Okay, I just imagine yeah. he's just like, hey, they yeah. want to this. here. She, <laughs> so she says, I found it pretty gross, and I had no appetite, so my boyfriend picked at it. We didn't tip anything because we were both unhappy with the food and decided not to come back again. Oh, fuck. I forgot about this. Then he followed us out to our bikes to confront us for not tipping. He said, we should have asked him to take the burger off our bill. You need to tell the server if you're not happy with something. So, yeah, I should have been fired for this. But I also shouldn't have been left fucking stranded out there with nothing to do for these people. You know? Yes. And he and basically he relies on tips and it wasn't his fault. So he shouldn't be punished for the burger being disgusting. I don't agree with his interpretation of who had responsibility in the scenario. <laughs> I don't really support a system where you are disgusted by your experience Get a $65 bill for happy hour and then think to yourself, I'll never come back here. And in the same t- thought, 
tip the waiter who failed to make that experience better, but instead blames you for lack of initiative as a customer. The water is good there. She's right, you know, and, but I didn't have any fucking training and like, I didn't have any support, you know? Yeah. It sounds like that was on your management more than anything. Like they're allowing a cook to like put out moldy burger buns. Like that alone is 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 a big thing right like that 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 you know there where's the there should be a kitchen there should have been like at least a cam there like a kitchen manager who's like yeah let's get him a new burger let's get him a new thing you know send out some fries to make him happy for a little bit or some shit like that's how i would have handled that just and then make him a brand new shit and it, and you know and like give him a discount or something but like at the same time yeah they, they you said they didn't train you at this spot either i mean no like i don't know it's, and you have everybody... no power yeah so i mean look i fucked up and like but the thing is like yeah it was a long time ago and also i i'm like a way different person now and i handle everything way different now but like even in that situation what could i have done with like the compassion and mindfulness that i have now what resource so, would i have had besides just um that's you know, that's that's true. I still shit, wouldn't have been able to take anything off their bill. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna come on the other side of this though and kind of defend you on this. I'm gonna say too, as 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 someone who's been in the service industry for far too fucking long, far far too fucking long. Um, fucking tell us if something's not right. Yeah, I, I my my job is to make things right for you, to make things happy for you. But like sometimes it like this is a different scenario, obviously, with the moldy bun, all this, right? But like I've had people where you've you've gone there, you 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 go back to the table, you go back to the bar top, and they're like, oh, everything's great, it's good, it's good. And then at the very end, as they're paying, they've eaten the whole fucking meal. Like, yeah, the ribs are cold. Right. Steak was tough. It's like I could have done something about that back in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing too, and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna go. Matt's getting on a soapbox, goddammit. Oh, high horse. Uh, all right. You know what? High horse alert. If you order a food or cocktail at a place, right, and something is wrong with it, and I mean wrong, like with city situation, there's fucking mold on the bun, there's some other shit, we will 100% take care of that. It's if you order something and go, I don't like it, Fuck you! You should still pay for it. Yes. Yeah. If it if it, it is if it is accurately depicted in the menu of what it is, you're if if, if I oh, it's really asparagusy and I don't like asparagus. It's asparagus in the thing. It's asparagus risotto. Yeah, my favorite one was uh, this catfish tastes too fishy. Did you want more cat to yeah. the catfish? You want more cat flavor? Or um, we have a jalapeno margarita at the place I work at now. It is tequila that is infused with fresh jalapenos that we soak in the bottle. Is it too spicy? Oh, they will. It's too spicy. It's the first word. The first word is jalapeno. Jalapeno margarita. I'm standing up for Sid. God damn it. He did not deserve to be let go for this. This is on his management. And it it is. And it's on the cook. On, yeah. And also on the cook, that was one hundred percent on the fucking person who didn't. The, I have social anxiety. Just step up for yourself for one second. Understand that, like, we are not mind readers. No matter how no, much I mean, you think we are, I'll go. I'll go toe to toe on anxiety with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
hook me up want... to it. Hook me up to machines and let's measure it, baby. Let's do that. <laughs> let's have a yeah, let's have a jitter is, off. This is like the uh, like uh, you know the 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 bear the wood the woodland bear is more scared of you than you are of it, and it's <laughs> like it's so like where like it's. The person in the Yelp review was like, I have social anxiety. I didn't want to say anything. And it's like, well, uh, if you would have looked around, been a little more aware, you would have noticed your waiter has crippling social anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even speak. (laughs) I was Um, speechless. I will say this. The best, the best, uh, chasing after a customer story. I think I may have said this on the podcast before, but fuck it. I'm going to say it again. Worked with a was it the woman. piss bag people? Did you ever no, find out who the piss bag the, the mystery gross. no, piss bag, no. Uh... and it wasn't like an angry confrontation. I just had to say it was a sad confrontation. Oh no, <laughs> we had... so I, I I trained this girl right. <laughs> worked through. I'm working for uh, we're working for the space aliens as we we often uh, do on this podcast. Uh, I was working for space aliens grill and bar in Way Park, Minnesota. We. We're tr- we trained a gal who her night job was a stripper. So when she yeah. wasn't waiting tables, she was t- taking her clothes off. Uh, and uh, her first table, after we put her through training, her first day on the job, first table on the job, six top, they leave her a subpar tip. Well, she thinks that she can do what she does at the strip club. And follow them, a family, out to the car and say, if you can't afford to tip well, take your cheap ass to McDonald's. Oh, my answer. Now, again, you can do that at the strip club. Did she make you guys print out a name tag that said Cristal on it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because security is on your side of the strip club. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah immediately i think as soon as she walked back in like the manager's like you're fired like what are you what are you doing um Go. can i have can i have marina put on my name tag can i get uh can, can diamond we need to see you in the office yes diamond. Ugh. so then this was like the thing is with these yelp reviews is that the it comes down all the way from the owner because the owner looks at every yelp review because they have no life or real job they're just a rich person that owns shit and their whole life is looking at yelp reviews of the shit that they own and the people that they own and um so they my manager can't have my back even if he wants to so honestly like i don't remember in this case if my manager had my back or not but he had to fire me because the owner said you have to fire this person Mm -hmm. and it happened i couldn't find the yelp review from kieran's um but it happened at kieran's too where i had this table that was um same getting the loyalty club membership or whatever the pub club where you start getting points and i had this other table there were like jack link's high rollers and at the same the time, they're Sasquatch there? extremely demanding. I think the Sasquatch might have been around, but I didn't see him. You know how he is. He's tricky. Yeah, he's elusive. <laughs> he's but, the one who took a bite of that a turkey burger. It wasn't even the lady. <laughs> and one of the women was named Nanette, and it was around the same time as that Hannah Gadsby special. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got a bad review from these uh, the pub club people because I was taking care of the high rollers. 
Instead uh, of are you in but charge of a beef jerky company? I was also getting high in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was when vape first came out, and I was like, I could get high in the bathroom, and, no and nobody will smell know it. I don't have to hold it all in. <laughs> um, have, you, have you seen that? Uh, it, it, there's a viral photo going around where it's the uh, like the waitress drops off the check to sign, and instead of it being a regular pen, it's a dab pen just sitting there, and she goes there like. <laughs> They're like, they're like, this is the best kind of after dinner men ever. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, um, that was another situation where it was, an, it was like an impossible situation. There was a lot of like pretty impossible situations at Karen's that I like usually skated by through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was also, and that was a situation where my manager knew I was going through a really hard time and, he like was trying to help me with it but at that point when the owner sees a Yelp review he's he says you know I have to fire you there's nothing I could do about it it's coming from the owner mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah that sucks yeah that's just so, god, god smiting and that's something that like in the service industry we would deal with and and like I know you guys talk about it but it's like you can't really get fired from just some random review from some random customer at most other jobs, even in like in retail. Yeah. Like oh, even yeah. in retail, usually it just doesn't go that way where they're like the cashier sucked. Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, you know, if it did, then that person would get fired too, because I think it does work that way in retail too, probably. Well, but and I worked in retail and I've never machine. had anybody like call me out in a review. And honestly, like, when I've worked in retail, I don't remember Yelp being mentioned or reviews being mentioned at all. And it's more to a mom and pop one owner restaurants that, you know, and, and establishments where it's the owner and not a a corporation or conglomerate that kind of gets watered down by the time, you know, if it even gets down to the store level. You know, sure. like they, they, they do it in retail. They take that shit seriously. Why do you think the only thing that's open at Walmart and Target these days are self checkout? Yeah. They're just like, they, they listen. They're like, they're just like, man, our, our cashiers suck. Well, I might as well, well also, let's just themselves. limit the time that our, we have to put our people face to face with the public because it's I mean, that's like, a kindness. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's harder to like, people are just like i i'm trying to get out of customer service and like yesterday was a lot because it's just like people are a lot more demanding even in basic lemonade stand customer service oh yeah this has got too many lemon seeds in it people have people have, uh, people <laughs> don't realize man after the pandemic people kind of forgot how to be people yeah it's it's awful yeah and i think a lot of people just never really learned and it just um well it's like freakouts are allowed now yeah it's like it's allowed for you to have a little a little baby in the middle of a fucking store in the middle of public it's okay now to just have oh my mental health i think there's a lot of people taking advantage of the mental health crises that we're going through there is the counterpoint to that being though that the the way that we're fighting the people are fighting back is the videoing the fact that everyone now has a video oh, camera yeah. in their pocket and it. can like shame these people for being Dude, awful, terrible. I absolutely yeah. love it. It's like watching fucking pay-per-view. There's like well, 12 different porn, angles. Dude. 
No, there's so many different angles. You get it's, like, oh, there's this side on this side of the aisle. Okay, this is maybe, the person sitting maybe, and right behind them. Maybe I'm the one who jerks off to it, but still, like <laughs> I, it it turns me on watching these people get their comeuppance. Yeah, I, I mean, the people love it. There's like uh, the, some of my favorite subreddits, Public Freakout. Oh yeah, uh, TikToks, man. Yeah, it's, oh, it's I, great. I'm I'm on tattoo fails right now. Um, Tattoo fails. Oh, it's so I don't great. know if I can handle that. I love That's the portraits. For me. <laughs> the portraits are my favorite. Uh-huh. That it was supposed to look like this, and it this is how it turned out. <laughs> well, oh, it's I like um, just fuck my shit up, which is bad haircuts. It's like tattoo fails for haircuts. <laughs> I I did find the most adorable place on the internet. So if you need to turn your frown upside down, just Google wigs for pets. Wigs, for oh, of course. It's, yeah. Have you ever seen? You ever seen a puggle with a bob? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see a cat in dreadlocks, man? Oh, it's, I'll check it out. It's adorable. Yeah, <laughs> it's the cutest part of the internet. Well, it's like, those, just, it's like those two otters holding hands. Yes. <laughs> Well, Sydney, it's it's interesting you brought up Yelp reviews because we on this podcast, we don't just exist to talk about the customer service stories getting fired because of a moldy bun. We don't just exist for that. No, uh, we also exist to battle the scourge that is oh, known a... as Karen's. <sighs> but we always like to ask our guest, Sydney Oxford, how would you define a Karen? Um, a Karen, well, you know, I think of everything as a behavioral disorder. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that, uh, that Karen is, Karenism is like, uh, it's like a behavioral disorder that we haven't, uh, really diagnosed yet. Um, because it's, I think, I mean, look, I'm an armchair psychologist, but I'd like to be a real psychologist, (laughs) but I think it like has some kind of, it's something related to like the, it's like the entitlement that's like similar to narcissism where those people never go get help a lot of the time. And uh, so we don't know what it really is. Nobody can say, but it seems like um, the same thing is wrong with a lot of these people. Um, Mm. And I know that, uh, like, I also think, Karen, it has to be a cishet white woman, you know. Um, Otherwise, Uh, it's not really a Karen. Cis means straight? Uh, Cisgendered means born, uh, assigned female at birth, heterosexual, white. Yeah, there we go. We just want to make sure we get all the answers. Yes, right. gonna, yeah, yes. we, we, we're we're an information. You know, people come to us for the information. We're learning. Yes. I, I I really feel that heterosexual white woman. Yeah. We were talking Karens before the world was before Karens were popular. Yeah, we like. I mean, how many years have we been talking Karens? Four. Yeah, I the think Karens also, have become popular oh, no. two years, two and a half years ago. Quick aside. Quick aside. When we first started doing this podcast four years ago, we had to explain to our guests what Karens were. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, that's right. We would have to tell what a Karen was. And then, and then, and then it was over time. And then like as, as, as the zeitgeist grew and everything, all of a sudden now they have their own. And now it's, it's, it's common. It's, it's known, but it's so funny thinking what's happened in four fucking years. (laughs) No. Now you ask the guest. 
Right? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot when we had to explain first, first, what like, a Karen... first twenty thirty episodes. We yeah. had like, a good a good chunk, and we had to kind of explain it to him. And then right. society well, caught up to us. It looks like it feels good having those Karen freakouts, though. That's part of why I think they don't seek help too. Yeah, it's kind of a release. It looks, yeah, it I looks like know. they're loving it. I see. I okay. I I can't wait for. A, I I'm hoping in like four or five years uh, we get a. Where are they now? Yeah, with the Karen, Karen public edition. shaming. I think uh, the public shaming a lot of the time makes these people probably they probably become cool people. Sometimes. They grow for the better, hopefully. Yeah. Like yeah. they want to, they see the 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 error in their ways. Yeah, I mean, I always think about uh, the most flabbergasting Karen to me was the Central Park Karen. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she it was an African American. That was an African American yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was bird watching. Oh, yeah, we, we talked about this one binoculars uh-huh. and she was he's attacking me yeah. he's attacking me and uh so she was fired from her job yeah uh she was pretty much kicked out of the city like yeah. she and had lost to her dog her dog had to be they took her dog away yep um but i would like i, I mean i bet i wonder if she's like she's like a, a <laughs> not hospice oh, nurse no there's an update to that like, story joe she oh. sued she sued her company the one that she got oh, fired really? from. Yeah, she's trying to sue them, counter sue them, or some shit. It's it, it it's ongoing. I think the court's probably going to throw it out, but still, she's trying to counter sue them. Wow. At any rate, okay. Hey, you know what? That's the people that's... versus Central Park Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wish that that's in the docket. Is it, it has to say Karen somewhere in the docket? <laughs> oh, it has to. If not, it's uh, a missed opportunity. I am suing this court for you not using my real name. Your Honor, Honor, my client, who the people have callously dubbed Central Park Karen. (laughs) And uh, one more thing. And And one more thing. It's, I, 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 yeah, it's, I hope that this is a I may just be a stereotype, but. I might be some small town lawyer. You're from fucking Manhattan. No. I, uh. The Karen that sat in front of the customer service desk uh, on the floor, refusing to wear the mask and oh, then yeah, refusing the... to leave. Like, yeah. I, I just hope there's for, so like, many of those. Change. I don't even know so... which one you're talking about. I know. At any rate, each and every week, we look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, tweets, messages. Sometimes they're handwritten notes, and it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor comedian, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here is Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Shane, you are constantly posting on Facebook about going on vacation with your son nonstop. It great that you got lucky enough to get a job that pays you enough that you can do that. I'm a single mom, and I didn't get lucky like you did by getting given a good job. 
I can't afford to take my son places like that. And it's not fair that you constantly make me feel shame by posting about all the vacation you take your son on. I'm sure you didn't realize you are income shaming some of us, but now you know. I'm sorry for interrupting your vacation, but I really feel that you needed to know how you are making people feel. Damn. Calm down, Karen. Wow. Just wow. What so, kind of business is this? So sometimes they're not business reviews, but it, it, it is. This is just a personal Karen. Uh, so, a personal Karen. so this Karen had Shane. Who they are Facebook friends. Yeah. And she sees all of the fun that he is having in his, his life. Son. Uh on her feed and yep. she is taking umbrage to this like yeah. he is like Shane is rubbing it in her face personally yeah. personally yeah. and income shaming her because she wasn't lucky enough to be given a job like yeah. I, we don't know the the relationship between this lady and Shane yeah we don't know how yeah. close or how far they are in in friendship or or life yeah. and whatnot yeah so she could know that maybe Shane was given a job. Maybe his dad was the you know CEO of a company, and now he's the Which CEO happens. of a company. Yeah, and and now and and so maybe Shane is income shaming, and we don't know. We don't know. But that's what Facebook is. But send a private fucking message to this person. Yeah. No, that was it. Was a, it was a private message oh, okay. that was it then out on their wall? Yeah, but here's the thing. They sent it to Shane while he was still on vacation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, hey, can you stop posting photos? It's making me feel sad. Like, you just snooze Shane for 30 days. And then in 30 days, when you see Shane posting again, you snooze him for another 30 more. Yes. There you go. Yes. Or you can unfriend him. Right. There's so many other ways to deal with this besides sending a long, long message to Shane. Yeah, curating uh, your news feed. Yes. There's buttons for this, Karen. Prune. You need to your your news feed is like a garden. Sometimes you need to prune, <laughs> sometimes you need to weed. Right? But also like okay, like don't get me wrong. I understand like we don't understand all of the the details of this story. I Yeah, the subtle nuances to Shane and Karen's relationship. Yeah, I I I will be the first to admit that, right? And, and and as somebody who's worked in the service industry and as a comic for a long time, I also don't really know what um, vacations are. But <laughs> yeah, you mean oh, oh, you mean when I'm doing a gig out of town? Uh, no, uh, like, oh, is that is that what it's called when you uh, have to work double shifts just to make rent and you're using the bathroom uh, as extra time to get a break and you're looking on Facebook and see all of your friends on vacation while yeah. you're that's uh, our, that's my like, vacation. <laughs> When you stack well, all your well, you're in the bathroom in a... that you have to clean in ten minutes. Yeah. When you stack all your shifts into doubles and clopins for a week, so you can have three days off. Yeah, and your vacation's just you That's your vacation? recovering yeah. from taking all those clopins together. Ugh. Yeah, but like I, I while I can understand it does <laughs> suck. If I, yeah, I'm with you guys. Just, just, just ignore the person. Just either scroll past it or. Yeah, like Sydney says, you can snooze them, you can uh, remove them from your feed, you can unfriend them. It's not like he's like yeah. posting like, 
Stephanie, look what I'm fucking doing. Me and my yeah. son, while well, uh-huh. you whores hey. and fucking wherever you're from. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Stephanie, we thought of you when we were in the Maldives. <laughs> we, bought you a, <laughs> we bought you a snow globe when we were in the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or is she like... Wait, are you know, mad because we were bringing you back commemorative spoons? Yeah, I know. Like, it's... Yeah, she house sitting. That's a good. That, that doesn't. They, I don't think so. Shane always comes back with a T-shirt for Karen that said, uh, "My friend went. Uh, my friend went to Spain, and all he did, all he brought me back was this fucking T-shirt." Yeah, it's weird because he went to Montreal. <laughs> yes. So did he message her back, or he was just like, "I'm not even going to dignify this with a response." Um, right. So what it was is it like he he kind of shamed this person on there on his yeah. social media where he just posted the screenshot yes awesome well but like you know which is again like it's like how like you're you're shaming me for going on vacation the outing i'm gonna shame you back yeah Yeah. i see your shame and i raise you more shame yeah (laughs) sounds like the catholic church (laughs) sounds like a good old fashioned shame it's poker night and the catholic church (laughs) right sometimes oh good Oh yeah, I mean, um, I I think that uh, Shane was more wrong oh. to to mm-hmm. publicly shame her. That um, that kind of I think he should have just gone gone around to everybody <clears throat> and took out his phone and, and been like, it. check this out. Yeah, the old the, the old school viral because that's that's an eye for an eye. Yes, one on one. But you can't mass shame. She's she's one on one shaming. You have to one on one shame. But then you can go one-on-one shame with multiple people, right? It's there's uh, I agree with you, Sid. There's there's a he there's didn't protocol. need to yeah, Shane dude, protocol. Shane, you're you're taking enough fucking vacations. Take the high road here. Yeah, and Take also Shane doesn't understand how she feels, right? Because she, it's like he doesn't have to work that much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or maybe but, he does, but he just makes a lot of money, and he. Was given, but, a but job at the same time, a lot I, of money, but he still I, works a lot. I will. I see why Shane did it. Oh, because yeah. I mean, but, I've had moments. I, you could have been. He could have been three fucking alcoholic coconut drinks in on the beach and just been like, yep. "Fuck that bitch!" Like, it's you know what I mean. Well, like, so again, like the fact that it was God, during the vacation. He's the wrong bring guy. Him, to bring fuck me with another coconut drink. I'm a troll as Karen, bitch. Yeah, he's yeah, but again, I think it's like it, it, it to me. It's about the fact that he she did it while he was on the vacation. It'd be another thing if like they like hey, they met for drinks. Did he respond while he was on the vacation? Was there a screenshot of him in like? Oh no, fucking... the response was uh, calm. <laughs> the, the, the response to it. Hold on, tropical shorts with his feet tucked in the sand. Uh, the, the response was, "Damn, calm down, Karen." <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like, I get it. I I don't know. Like again, if you really had a problem with him, like talk to him in person. Yeah. Or after the vacation. Like, uh, or, or make your own vague book post saying, "I hate it when rich people share all their vacation photos, yeah. and it's just to make the rest of us feel bad." And then you would get a bunch of validation over it, right? And Maybe somebody, some people arguing, and, but and then somebody, you could argue and get get everybody in on it. And some of them ultimately at some point would tag Shane would just, there would be yep. a message in the, in the bottom of the feed and it would just say at Shane, whatever yep. his stupid last name is. <laughs> and then Shane would have his two cents and then Shane could come in 
somebody else brought him into it. Right. Hopefully. And he could be like, fuck this shit. I work super hard so I could take my son on a fuck ton of vacations. Maybe, you know what? Maybe pull yourself up by your bootstraps, which is yeah. a phrase that I love when people say, which I used to love saying until I realized that the, the etymology of it. Yeah. It's, they were actually talking about doing the impossible. Yeah, yeah. Go do, do the impossible. Yeah. It's like people who don't wear pants saying, I put my pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> We're not here to shame the pantsless community. Um, <laughs> I'm not shaming them. I'm just saying, don't <laughs> talk about my pants. So I just love. If I, you don't wear I do it. now. I do now love how pulling yourself up by your bootstraps has turned for me because now I just see idiot wealthy people telling oh, hardworking poor people to pull themselves. Hey, let's go do the impossible. Like now, yeah. it's more facet. Now I see it. I hear it, and it's facetious. And it's got a tone of fucking derogatory. Yeah, it's yes. like let them eat cake. Yes. yes. It's like she wasn't talking about good cake. <laughs> she wasn't talking about the cake she eats. Yeah. Exactly. Let, uh, honestly, if they were updating that for this day and age, it'd be let them eat snack cakes. Yeah. Yes. Let them some... TikTok. Yeah. Let them eat Triscuits. There you go. Well, let, them much time, like, let them eat Tide Pods. Much <laughs> like trying to pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? How could it possibly fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my plan written down. I had my plan written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I, I have to figure out why, gee, why did it GYD It Fails, a segment we do every week where we look at different uh, businesses, restaurants, menu items. And let's face it, ever since we moved to Zoom, it's been commercials and training videos. And if you've been following us for the last, oh, I don't know, 10 episodes, I would say, mm-hmm. um, we have been obsessed with a certain furniture store in Ohio. <laughs> oh, what? I'm so excited! Furniture. This guy, he's he's getting better at acting because we've watched <laughs> maybe thirty of these now. And mm-hmm. the beginning, in the beginning, it was very. It was a lot of his. He had a lot of uh, life size porcelain dolls, and uh, a lot and, of a lot of it was also like and just, he would, just weird figurines, weird yep. everything. And then and this he would guy, use his employees to yeah, use as actors. Uh, other other actors in the commercial. It was a lot of time. It's, so it's for a furniture store, and majority of these commercials have nothing to do with the, furniture. Yeah, the the props are furniture used from the store, but they're not the focal point of the commercial. Yeah, it's whatever the plot line of this thirty second commercial is. Each one has its own little plot, and uh, some of them are like. Uh, the Karate Kid style, like in, in that vein, there's some karate it, it, ones. There's the amount some... of people who've asked us if we're just showing them early Tim and Eric. Yeah, it, it that's kind of how it feels. It doesn't feel real, but it was. And Sweet. Cleveland got to enjoy this on late night television programs. Now, so on a com- hop on, the first one. when Mannix on a commercial break of Mannix, this comes on. I know she wouldn't call. Hello? I love you, and I'm sorry I knew that you would call. Your credit stinks! I'm, I'm so sorry, and I will never, ever embarrass you again. 
If you can't get credit at Norton's Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. My name is Mark, and you can count on it. Okay, we have to... Whoa, all right, hold on. This is an audio medium. Okay, so uh, this one was, it was, uh, the frame was cut in half. We had uh, a a large man uh, with a bow tie. It it looks like he's trying to be Peter Griffin. He looks like that meme of real life Peter Griffin with (laughs) a bow tie. Bow tie, for real. (laughs) And he's sitting at a table, which is probably sold in Northern Furniture. Uh, There's a an office phone and a, an old split cellular telephone. And then on the right part of the frame is a, uh, is a sexily dressed Latina woman. Yeah. Uh, Presumably on, in a different location. If, yes. On a Barca lounger. Cause they have different backgrounds. Uh, his it's, background is black. Actually the, the right most section of a sectional sofa <laughs> Because he only has an arm on the right side. He only has an arm on the right side. It's the one chunk. He just just dragged over part of a sectional. And and he couldn't even get a Barco out there. So it's like he's the fat loser and he's waiting for the hottie to call him. Uh, Then then the guy goes over and sits where the other arm would be. (laughs) So basically. Yeah, so like, the, like she's like, ah, I ain't gonna get with you because you have bad credit. And, and, and if, but if you have bad credit, immediately she goes, "You have bad credit. I'm not gonna get with you." But if you have bad credit, you should go to Norton Furniture. Yes, and then and then Mark uh, Norton just and then Mark like Norton a comes fucking, in. And, he's the candy like, man. Yes, he's just cuck. He's like the cuck king. Like if you, if you say bad, if you say bad credit enough times, he'll just show up. He's like, <laughs> yeah, moving from the chair in the corner over closer. Yeah, we just had sex. <laughs> He's like, I want to get a better view of this. He's like, I'm fucking... And then he picks up the cell phone like he yeah, knows like, what the I'm guy was saying. I'm going to talk to you. And then yeah. does the guy... I thought the guy was going to go vomit, but he actually, like, what? Like, comes over to give her a kiss? So no, he's he like, comes... remember, he's, they're breaking the fourth wall they're of break... the, the split screen here. The fifth wall. Well, what's the joke? <laughs> and then she she slaps him away. Just, just. By the way, it's also heavily implied that uh, Mark sleeps with his employees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. There's, there's lots of bed scenes. Yeah. Like, so is that Mark one of them gave real birth voice? Yes. yes. That's that's his, what he talks like all the time. Yes. His real voice. Yes, my <laughs> real voice. It's I, yeah. It's amazing. All right, and. And New what is the Mark Norton show? One six six zero, and there's like the rap bed. Right, that one didn't Does have he the have rap a podcast. I wish. <laughs> God, he we, we we have a theory that he was like a he wanted to be an actor, and yep. his dad died, and he had to take over the business. So he's like, all right, you know what? I'll take over the business, but I'm really going to lean into these commercials. He wanted to make pornos, but instead, <laughs> <laughs> this is as close as he can get. Okay, it's this first, one's called first, The Island. Uh-huh. And I'm excited. Again, the countdown clock. Sweetie, there's no one on this island but us. Pause! Pause! Let me give it. Pause! I gotta, I gotta Same chick see. from the previous commercial. Yes, it's the Latina from the previous commercial. She has a black bikini top on and, uh, a, and a grass skirt. Uh, there are 
uh, two uh, figurines, uh, uh, life-size figurines. We have a gator and a tortoise. Uh, <laughs> uh, the man has got a, he's, uh, his uh, clothing is all. Uh, he's a uh, castaway. Yeah, he's a castaway. And so he's got, and he's got a weird wig. So it's like he's been on the island for a while. They're actually, but no beard. Right, there's no beard. Very clean shaven. Two inches. And uh, they're using the green screen. A lot of the times, Sid, they will they they'll use the green screen, but not put a background. There. So the, yeah, that's so the best use of their green screen ever. <laughs> so this, seen, yes. Actually. So uh, I can't tell if the fake plants are green screen or I believe they're. I think they're real. I think they're, I real, think they're, real, they're real fake plants. Real fake plants. Yeah. The best okay, part so though now, is the the castaway guy is sitting the on the tortoise. He's sitting on a tortoise. And then there's a gator just, just an alli- walking by the way, out of the ocean. It's a true alligator, but this is a desert island, which that doesn't, there should be a fucking crocodile. Right. Uh, alligators are, are only in North America. <laughs> uh, so, and, and he's now asking the native girl, come give me some. I come well, maybe they, back now a little bit. Maybe they're shipwrecked a lot closer than they thought. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe they're just America. off the coast of North America. They're just off the coast of Florida. <laughs> Somehow they're she, and she's they're hula dancing. Keys. By the way, that's the other part. She's hula dancing. They're actually hula. on private property. <laughs> Tweety, there's no one on this island but us. I know. Let me get a little. Nope, your credit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Even when this, he's the last guy alive. This. And and why does she need furniture on this island when they're sitting on tortoises? I don't the know. scale of the angle, uh, the scale and the angle of the wave is like totally. <laughs> and the waves like, going in. So I know. I know. <laughs> the wave. The wave. Wait. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Why does he have a black jazz singer and uh, and alcohol? A white southern general. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cunnilingus. First and foremost, the the one on the left kind of looks it looks suspiciously like blackface. Yeah, yeah. It, it's they got the wrong hue on the, that doll. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a human color. No. Uh, but also wow. they, they 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 switch from the desert island where she's like, I ain't gonna fuck that guy. He has bad credit. To then all of a sudden, Mark's like, Oh, you're gonna fuck a guy? Sorry. And oh, so, you're gonna fuck a guy. This is one of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> This is one of my favorite moves from that Mark pulls notoriously. Uh, he loves to use this black screen and then wear a black shirt. So he yes. just looks like, uh, and black pants. So he just looks like uh, two arms <laughs> and a big dumb head. Yeah. Let's, see, let's see what Mark has to say now. Uh, he's going to point at us and tell us something about credit. Sound familiar? Don't let this happen to you. Now, seriously. If you can't get credit Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. My <laughs> name is Mark, and you can count on it. Okay. He almost knocked oh. the Southern General over. Okay, yeah, can we go back? I think that was Al Capone. See, that's why I ask if it's a voice that he's putting on, because is it like a gangster voice? Because he has like this gangster obsession, right? No, it's just, that's his, no. Just his voice. That's his voice, dude. He loves to point at the camera. 
Uh, I've never seen it. But he's not like, uh, I'm like, yeah, you yeah, can refuse. But that's exactly who he is. Though. No, that's his every voice. That's it's, just a Cleveland accent. I, we don't know what accent it is. I, yeah. It's like he's trying to act. Accent. He, I, it's <laughs> like it, he just reminds me of the dude from The Room. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's making a new movie, Big Shark. No. Oh, yay. (laughs) Mark, we're going to need bigger boat. (laughs) They roll back. The eyes roll back in their head like a doll's eyes. (laughs) Like a doll's eyes, Mark. Well, this has been a fun episode, but I think it's time we 86 this one. Um, before we get oh, into the episode, a podcast? I just got a, I just had a 12 top. Sorry. Uh, you gotta tell them that they have to go to a different podcast. All right. <laughs> we're over here now. Uh, yeah, we're over here now. <clears throat> but before we go, Sydney, we have one last segment. It's called human Yelp reviews. That's for you. Sydney Oxford, you get to review the podcast. You can either, uh, do the podcast as a whole, or you can review myself and Joe individually. Um, you suggest a five star metric, but you can use as many stars as you like and whenever you'd like to start. Um, I'm gonna go Netflix with it and change five stars to thumbs up or thumbs down. Is that all right? Sure, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever works uh, for you. And well, you know, if Netflix did it, they used to be five stars, now it's thumbs up or thumbs down. I give you guys a thumbs up. Well, if Thank you like you. the awful service podcast. Then you might also like uh, Joe Cogazello and Brittany Wexler in We're Over Here Now. It's an adventure podcast, www.whereoverherenow.com. Yeah, just, <laughs> just cuckolding us right on the air. <laughs> so we get the thumbs up, huh? I mean, I'll give you five stars or thumbs up. Whatever. <laughs> I don't believe in anything less than five stars. If it's anything less than five stars, we're going to follow you out to the parking lot. And We're going to follow you out to the bike, bike rack. <laughs> and sadly <laughs> confront you. This is my life. No. <laughs> this is my podcast. This is my livelihood. <laughs> if that's the case, Joe and I are screwed. If you uh, have money to listen to this podcast, then go listen to the McDonald's podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll uh, uh, give you five stars. I had a great time on the podcast with man and joe and can't wait to hear the podcast when it comes out don't forget to like and subscribe you never say that smash that like button smash that like said button. that in a review <laughs> don't forget if to you're like reading the reviews you're right there right uh sydney how do our listeners follow you um, I'm at New Sid N E W S I D on Instagram and X New Sid X everywhere else. Um, I'm at Mortimer's every Friday hosting the Mortimer's Stand Up Comedy Open Mic, sometimes called the Get Up Stand Up Comedy Open Mic because <laughs> uh, I think it's a funny name. Stand up for your life. I always wanted to start an open mic called that, and then I did, and then I stopped calling it that. <laughs> um, I'm also in play bass in a band called Mommy Log Balls, and you can find us on Instagram at Mommy Log Balls. Fair. Oh, please, can you guys please buy mommylogballs.com? I think we have it. Okay. Mommy Log Balls actually has been around. Um, since like 1993, I think I'm like the sixth bass player or eighth bass player or something. Okay, nice. I hope it's, it's, a, it's a legacy punk band. 
Awesome. Yeah. I I hope if they have the website, let's just let's just make and sell mommy's log balls. Oh, <laughs> uh, mommy's log balls, just the way that mommy made them. We do have merch coming. Come see a show, and we're playing. You know, about once a month. Um, follow mommy log balls on Instagram and check us out on YouTube. We're like performance artists. Check out Mommy Logballs on Pornhub. It's going to be very different. (laughs) Yeah. That's on the home page of Pornhub, you know. You don't even have to search for it. It's just your band. It's just just Logballs, and then it's like, oh, it's just you guys playing fucking punk music. That'd be awesome. Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, You can go uh, Instagram. It's the word photographizing. uh, Photograph, I-Z-I-N-G, or... uh, or check out uh, my podcast I do with uh, Mike L. Pulte Wexler. It's uh, We're Over Here Now, www.we'reoverherenow.com. Loan it up. We just went to Asia Mall. Nice. Uh, you can follow me. I'm Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, for me, I'm just going to promote the... Uh, the Keller Comedy Open Mic every single Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in the Keller Bar. We have our own little open mic here in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Doors open at 8, show starts at 9. We have 32-ounce beer pitchers now for $6. Had to go up. Inflation, I know. So bad, so sad. Another dollar. There's a beer tanker just sitting off the San Francisco Harbor just waiting to come in. It's Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. See, Joe gets it. I am. <laughs> uh, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Email us your stories at awfulservicepod at gmail.com. Let us know about how you followed people out to a bike rack and, uh, and, and, and said, hey, this is how I make my living. Let us know. Uh, Sydney, thank you so much for doing the show. This has been great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, we've got through about 15% of my resume. That's usually what happens. <laughs> You save the best firings for next time. Yeah. (laughs) And as always, don't forget to smash that like button. And subscribe. Subscribe. Smash the like button. Good night. (laughs) It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say good night. Dispose of the trash and turn out the light. Tell me Oh